Do you guys remember if I made an accent? No, you didn't. I don't okay, think. Okay. No. I might lean into my accent a little, a little today. <laughs> Bring it a little wider. Get a little higher. Even listening back <laughs> to the previous recording, my English accent is still very terrible. I have to say, despite being born and raised. That's okay. It's not yet quite convincing. I've met many Germans here who actually have a much more convincing English accent than I do. Uh, you need to go higher and roll your ass. I'm not quite trying to be royalty, darling. <laughs> I, I always wanted to sound like a, an old, retired, like, general. <laughs> we'll have tea, we'll have crumpets, and then we'll take on the enemy. Getting some Blackadder vibes. Oh, if only, yes. Hello and welcome back to Tales of Podcast. This time we are Tales of Delta Green. Specifically, Tales of Music from a Darkened Room. If we're going to keep with that format of putting Tales of at the beginning of everything. Uh, Absolutely. It seems clumsy when when I'm trying to uh, talk through something. But uh, it does look good on a title. Um, yeah, welcome back. We are on our second session of this Delta Green scenario, um, which finds us in the suburb of Meadowbrook in New Jersey in 2017. Uh, I will be your handler tonight. There's Fabio. And I'm going to pass over now to our house GM. That, that's Usual. what I'm going with these days. We're going with House GM. <laughs> Jan, who's going to introduce herself and her character, please. Hi, hi. I'm Jan. And tonight I'll be playing Selena Goodwill, FBI profiler, expert human behaviorist, amateur animal behaviorist, cat lover extraordinaire. <laughs> uh, how am I supposed to follow that? <clears throat> hi. Uh, my name's Charles, and tonight I am playing Eric Paras. Um, apparently not the best person to come up with a cover story. <laughs> fire, fire, and uh, Native American enthusiast extraordinaire. I just added that in there. Extraordinaire. Enthusiast extraordinaire. <laughs> enthusiast extraordinary. <laughs> <clears throat> Hello, I, I'm Mike, and today I am playing FBI Special Agent Lucas Boshius. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. I was so scared that would come out Australian. When I was practicing in front of the mirror today, I was all that I could get out. <laughs> uh, he's a serial, serial killer killer, is what I'm going with. Ooh. Extraordinary. <laughs> Um, 
thank you all. So yeah, our uh, session one brought us to, as I mentioned, the suburb of Meadowbrook in New Jersey, uh, specifically to investigate the death of FBI Special Agent Arthur Donnelly and his apparent suicide at 1206 Spooner Avenue. Um, in our last session, you, Lucas Boshears came up with a fake FBI investigation uh, to give you your cover story. Um, you arrived in Meadowbrook and you started pounding dirt looking for people to talk to, places to inter- investigate. Agent Morgan uh, interviewing with local law enforcement. Agent Michael was on Spooner Avenue canvassing the neighbors. And Agent Madeline was interviewing the county coroner, who seemed to have some more information that wasn't on the official record. So let's go back now to Selena and her interview with the county coroner. I see. I I spend a lot of my time around older professors. I am not uh, averse to some day drinking. Glad to hear it. Let's go. He leads you out, he locks up behind him, and he walks you down the block to uh, a pretty empty bar. Uh, it's quite dark inside. Uh, he sits you down, you order drinks, and uh, he, he, he drinks a full whiskey before he starts talking. Um, so, the Donnelly case. Yeah, uh, damn strange, and uh, of course, just the one in a, a long line of strange deaths in that house. Damn strange. Previous one, Yamila Isari. Yes, I do recognize the name. Uh, she cut her throat in. An absolutely identical way to Donnelly. And, you know, I, I hope you don't take offense to this, but uh, men, when they slit their throat, they'll do it in one slash, and that's what Donnelly did. Women tend to, we, we, call, them, we, we, we call them hesitation wounds. Uh, she had none of these. I see. She went straight at it. Again, blood all over the place. If you find some photos, or you can just take my word for it, the uh, the blood splatter was very similar. Maybe it was identical. I see. That That is unusual to be identical. Damn unusual. Hmm. The, um, the presence of uh, something blocking the spray of arterial blood onto the mirror... Identical again. I see. Do you do you yourself perhaps have a theory on this? Now that we are in more comfortable surroundings. Well, I would have to say that someone else was there. I can't explain to you who it was or how they got in or out, but there's no other rational explanation. No, no footprints, though. No, none at all. No evidence of anyone else at all Uh, as I said no rational explanation Mm. the police said that uh, Donnelly had uh, developed over uh, about uh, a period of 18 months uh, depression and um, 
was becoming very distracted and withdrawn. Do you know anything about uh, Izari's state of mind before her death? Um, word around town was, uh, well, she she kind of blew into town a few a couple of years ago. Um, she was spending a lot of money in antique shops. She uh, she really spent a lot of money refurbishing that house. She hired a lot of local contractors. Um, she was well known around town for a few months, and then she kind of disappeared, just withdrew into the house. Uh, next thing anyone knew, she was dead. Uh, it's not the first time it's happened in that house. Yes, could you tell me more about some of the former residents? The, I'll tell you about the ones I know of. I believe there are more. I never looked into it. Uh, of creepy enough stuff to look at. Like delving into shit like this. I'm sure. Uh, previous to that, there was a, a local lawyer named Tycroft. Hmm. Lewis Tycroft. He, he handled my uh, my own uh, real estate dealings, actually. Um, that's how I knew the guy. He was a nice, nice man. Again, he, he, he noticeably had a mental deterioration um, once he had bought the house. Um, was he a local man? He was local, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He uh, divorced his wife not long after mm-hmm. the purchase of the house. Um, <clears throat> he, uh, he had an encounter with the police a couple of days before his, um, before his death. Uh, apparently some kid had knocked at the door um, Tycroft answered the door with a fucking shotgun in his hand, babbling some bullshit. Uh, what was it? What was he saying? I can't. I can't remember now. But maybe one of the old gossips will know. Um, see, so used that same shotgun to uh, take his own head off oh a couple of days later. Owner previous to that was. Um, now this is a weird one. Oh. John Tyler. He moved into the house in 1989, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, really, no one knew him. He was a blow-in. No one in town knew him. So um, I, I think he, he worked as like a night manager at a supermarket. He wasn't a very social guy. Um, he was discovered dead on a 12th of July, 94. So... Uh, I, I, I ruled his dead an accident. Um, his lungs were filled with water. He drowned. But um, the bathtub was empty. And the stopper was in the drain. It was bone dry. Hmm. There was no water anywhere else, just in his lungs. I see. No signs of struggle. No signs of forced entry to the house. And what was the cause of death ruled as? Drowning. That's what it was. How it happened, I don't know. Very strange. Do you know if um, there are local known persons who often visit the house when it is unoccupied? Perhaps those that are uh, squatting, for example. No, no, no. I'd be very surprised about that. Uh, Chief Buffington cracks down on uh, vagrants pretty hard. Um... And they're, they're, uh, the neighbors are pretty old. They uh, There's a lot of curtain twitching, if you know what I mean. Mm. They watch everything that goes on on the street. 
anyone breaking in would be reported straight away. I see. Hmm, most unusual. It, it seems unusual to me that there is an interesting mix between deaths of people who are living locally and those who are coming from outside. I guess, I guess, yeah. I, I, as I said, I don't know the rest of the history of the house. I know that it's got something of a infamous reputation in town, but uh, I don't know the details of the history, so I can't tell you who, who the other owners were. Strange that the house is so infamous, and yet local people keep trying to purchase it. That is strange. Hmm. That is really strange. And it's, have you seen the house? I have not yet, no. It's nothing to write home about. Hmm. I see. Have you ever had interest in the house itself? No, 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 no. Hmm. You know, sometimes you walk into a place and it just feels wrong. Yes, I do. That's that's what that house is like for me. Have you been there? Yeah, when I uh, when we went to collect the bodies of um, Don Lee and prior to that, Izari and uh, Tycroft too. I, I I went to collect his body. I see. I see. I I have just one further question for you. Um, unless my teammates want to psychically try and send me any more questions. Um, I know that Agent Donnelly was not local to here, but he was living in a house not too far away. You don't happen to have from the report what his address is, do you? Um, sure. It, it probably f- turned up in a file that you from the FBI or something. Alright, okay. Well, Perkin, this is most unusual. Indeed. Having been working on so many uh, bodies from the house, do you have any... uh, What do you... How do you feel about it? It's kind of odd, don't you think? Is there... There is no evidence, for example, of any local uh, cultish behaviours? No... Cults? No. No, I, I, I've never heard of anything like that around here. Well, we are the FBI. We can't rule out the satanic of panic course, and all course. such things. But uh, I'm, uh, I'm a man of science. I deal with the evidence that's in front of me. Sometimes the evidence doesn't really stack up. In the case of uh, 1206 Spooner Avenue, it frequently doesn't stand up, stack up. But um, we still need to approach it in a rational manner. Absolutely. Which is why I... I, I'm hoping to find some rational and logical answer. Um, well, if you find anything out, I'd really love to know. I shall bear that in mind. Well, Perkin, we we are most likely going to be uh, around for some time. I would very much appreciate it if I could call on you again, if I have any further, further questions. Absolutely. That's what I'm here for. And if anything else comes to mind in the meantime that you think could be pertinent to the investigation... Um, here's my card. Oh, hold on to that. And uh, as you're getting up to leave, you hear him calling for another drink. I take out some bills and put them on the table uh, and give him a nod. Nice to to meet you, Agent. Nice to meet you too, Perkin. (laughs) (laughs) All right, folks, what's next? Plasky.
Do you think she's going to give me more? Am I going to get more information from the neighbors or should we just say I do the rounds as poorly as I did last time? Uh, do you want to try Klasky? Sure. But I'm, I'm happy to... to, to uh, they've all, they've, everyone's got something to say. It's right. just oh, a matter dang. of whether or not you ask. Am I going to end up questions? seducing an old lady again? <laughs> again? Uh, I don't know if that'll work with Klasky. Uh -huh. Imogen Klasky, she's very old. You're like uh, our our version of the, the team bard. Yeah, I seduce yeah, 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 the yeah. old lady. <laughs> well, who is that? Who is, when did you seduce a lady? Oh, uh, you weren't. In, I don't think you were in that no, game. No, we no. did a monster of the week. Uh, for, yeah, the the first game I, oh, I yeah. played here, I was a teen, seducing the lady, and it was like the the next game. What is it? And then it's Tilted London. We made jokes about it in Tilted London. Yes, indeed. Let's do this. Uh, so you're calling on Miss Class, indeed. Um, God, I still don't know how to intro this, but oh, let's see. It's, let's you just you had like kitchen. you had like twenty minutes to think about. I know, this. I know. The whole time I was like, "Okay, well, here we go." Hi, I'm an informant for the FBI, <laughs> outcasing information as an assistant. What's up? Uh, let's let's fast forward to her kitchen. You oh, sitting at the table? Yes. Am I uh, am I drinking coffee again? Sure. I'm gonna have so. <laughs> you gonna be so hopped up by <laughs> yeah, the end of the yeah, day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm gonna ask you to give a persuade roll before we start. In terms of, so this has been your introduction and your story. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, I fell. What did you get? 50. What do I got? 20. Yeah, that's five and a zero. Okay, so uh, she seems a little bit uh, dittery. Yeah. Um, but she, she's, she's ready to talk. Okay. Uh, uh, <clears throat> I'm, I'm so sorry, ma'am. Uh, it's bothering you like this in the middle of the day. Uh, your your neighbor said you are a good source. I'm I'm trying to get information about the old twelve oh six, the Wheeler House, the Wheeler House. Well, now yeah, what do they yeah, call it? Yeah, that the Wheeler House. Everyone calls it the Wheeler House. Everyone calls it. Where the are you from? Oh, uh, Maine. Well, you wouldn't know anything about it. No, I it's the Wheeler House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what was his name? Good looking man. Who? Wheeler, the guy who built it, you fool. What was his name? Sorry, ma'am. I can't remember. He was, uh, no, I can't remember. <laughs> Michael. Michael. Michael Wheeler. Big guy, big strapping stonemason. Really? Oh, you want to see the hands on this man? Oh wow, that huge! I mean, huge. I was only a little girl at the time, but uh. my mommy talked about him. <laughs> <laughs> him and his young wife—they were—they uh, yeah. were the talk of the town. Indeed, and he she built was the darling uh, Meadowbrook. They used to call her Meadow Meadowbrook. Yeah, that's the, the town we're in. The town we live in. You. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Are you soft in the head, boy? Uh, a little. <laughs> <laughs> He <laughs> built it for her. Yeah, yeah. She got sick. She got sick. Some kind of wasting disease. She got sick, and he built her a house to to look after her. And poor man died. He died building the house. No, no, no. He built the house and he moved her into it, and then he died. And she years later, ten years ago, no, a couple of years later. Uh, I don't know. Well, they were living there a while. They used to be in the papers all the time, parties and 
while she was sick. No, God, why would she be in the paper for being sick? She was in the paper for going to parties. Okay, after they built the house. Before they built the house. He built the house for because she got sick. Okay, gotcha. Keep up. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I, I got these pills here. Maybe you could do it for my brain and because uh, I'm so old, but maybe you need them. Uh, yeah. What's, what's on the prescription? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, what do you want to know? I, I, it's about that uh, Italian woman that lived with her. There was an Italian woman that lived with her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The old Italian woman lived with her. Who's the Italian woman? <gasps> I don't know. When we were kids, we called her the crone. The, the crone? The crone. She's an old woman. She was, she, uh, said, the people said she was a witch. How oh, ridiculous. She moved her whole goddamn family in or something and... They took advantage of that woman, that Wheeler woman. So her, her infirm and her, her husband dead. And then these foreigners turn up mm. taking advantage of her. And how did, how did he die? I thought she was the one that was sick. Yeah, a rock fell on his head. A rock fell on his head? How do you think he head? died? I don't know. <laughs> rock fell off the, 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 the county seat. He was building it and a rock fell off. Well, a brick, I suppose. Oh, oh, a brick? Yeah, crushed his fucking head. Whilst he was building the house. Yes, yes, when he was building it. And after her, the wife He was a stonemason. He, he was built a stone, stone things out of Big stone. out of stone. Built the house. That's what. Dies building the house. No, the county seat. He died building the county, county seat. seat. Gotcha. Died building the county seat. That's right. And then the old Italian crone moves in. Well, no, actually, no. I, I I got confused there. That was it. It was a, It was years later. Years later. Years the, later. The Italian. Maybe ten. Yeah, oh, I'm so old. It's it's hard to. Oh, I'm so sorry, man. Please take your time. Ten, fifteen years later, this old lady moves in. Moves in to take Wheeler. care. And Wheeler, the Wheeler. Uh, what do you call it? The, uh, Isabel. 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 The old Isabel Wheeler lived there. Yeah. She got better. She, she got better when the old woman moved in. When the old woman moved in. So for yeah. 15 years, she was ill in the house on her own. Couldn't, no one saw her. She, was, she, could, she couldn't barely walk. Stop throwing parties. Yeah, no parties. <laughs> no parties anymore. Old woman comes along, she old gets better. Like, she gets better. Parties are back in. Well, no, the there, weren't that many, there weren't that many parties, to oh, be honest no. with you. Okay. It was kind of a <laughs> quiet house. Quiet house, that. yeah. Even when the Italians moved in. The yeah, sh- yeah, the, yeah. The chrome brought all over. So the whole family are living there. Uh, well, well, this I might take a little while, so let's see what the other agents are getting up to. Now, I'm going to give you all a little moment to uh, think about what you're going to do next. Although, hopefully, you've already thought of it. Um, <laughs> I don't like that look, Mike, because <laughs> I'm going over to you first. <laughs> I have three things on my agenda. The first one being go to the library mm-hmm. to look up... Um, uh, newspaper articles or any other information about the house. I wanted to go to Donnelly's address in the in the town because we heard that he had an address in the town. Mm-hmm. And I want to check out the storage place where the green box is. Mm. You can't steal all of those. I was going to see the green box. That's just my suggestions. If you want to take one, you can. I was going to go to the green box. All right. Wait. As much as I also want to delve into the house, I want to know more. I would like to email Dr... Chief B- B- Buffington? Yeah. Chief Buffington. Buffington. Just a, a follow-up email. Hey, 
its agent. What the fuck? I keep forgetting. Bo, she is. Yeah. Uh, I'd really appreciate you sharing with me any uh, any reports you have on file at your PD regarding the house on Spooner Avenue, twelve oh six. Uh, he 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 would have given you any information that he had. Cool. So I have that on my computer now. Like, so will it detail? Will it have detailed all of these? No. No. But some of them. No. 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 It's a report on the on Donnelly's death only. No, no, no. That's what I mean. I was asking for because I know there's shit going on at this house, and it's like not a new thing. I was asking him if he could rubbish, oh, yeah, through, rubbish he, through. Like, no, he he doesn't files. know anything about those, and he doesn't believe there's like connections to them. So, uh, but they must have files based on previous deaths on record. Uh, yeah, there's 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 death certificates and so on, and he he can send you copies of the death certificates, yeah. and it'll corroborate what um, Perkins said, and it'll corroborate mostly what the neighbors said as well. Mm. Cool. Yeah, that's, but that's there's helpful. not there's not anything new that the police have. Yeah. Uh, I would say though that the agent didn't tell you that they'd taken his phone and didn't offer to give you his phone. No. We we did know about that though. We someone we someone had told us before. Morgan told us. Yeah. No, I'm Morgan. Um, Mason. Mason mm-hmm. had told. But you. not the stone Mason. 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 <laughs> Agent Mason. Because <laughs> it would be worth getting our hands on the phone. Yeah, to see where else he's been. Are the messages that's what are on there. Well, I mean, we did. Yeah, yeah. See, maybe the FBI uncovered other things that they didn't. What are your down. next steps going to be? Uh, we're gonna get the phone. We need to talk to the newspaper and go to the seat, but I want to fucking get on with it and get yeah. inside the house and see what's... <laughs> okay, yeah, we'll get to that. But first, we've got a green box to examine. Agent Morgan is heading to the address he was given for the supposed green box. Um, All you've got is uh, an address and a number, right? Right. You don't have a key or any way to access it. No, but Uh, I can abuse my power, I figured. You certainly can. Now, you have your own car, so um, it's a a short drive from the police station, um, probably about 15 minutes, to Meadowbrook's Storit, which is a a small lot um, just southwest of Spooner Avenue. Um, you pull up and there is a single two-room trailer standing just inside a chain-link fence. Um, there is a... What do you call those things to lift up and down to let cars through? A barrier? A barrier. A barrier. <laughs> <laughs> There's a barrier out front. It's currently up. You can drive in freely and you see... Within the lot, there's uh, rows and rows of um, container units with roll-up fronts. Um, right now, it's probably... We're probably in the late afternoon. I'd say it's about 3 p.m. Um, you can see that there's activity in there. There's at least one per- one person you can see through the window of the trailer. What would you like to do? Um, I will just, I think Lucas is going to scope it out first, take a walk up and down the, the lots and find the locker that that is in question, which is locker 2230. Mm-hmm. Um, 
just kind of yeah examine the door examine the handle see if he can gather if anyone has opened or closed it recently like within the last few days i can't think it was like two weeks ago right that um yeah the agent killed himself no one challenges you as you enter the lot uh pass by the trailer uh where you know there's someone working and you go and look for the um the unit in question unit 2230 um it doesn't take you too long to find it. It's towards the back of the lot. Um, but as you reach it, a, a voice cries out and you hear uh, a man going, Hey, I, what, are you, what are you doing over there? Hey, you're supposed to check in at the office. Just taking a look. Well, Jesus, you can't just take a look. People keep important, like, valuable stuff in here. You, you, you gotta go. You gotta go, go talk to Mr. Miglia. Does this guy look like he works here? He's got overalls on and a, a badge that says Hank. Okay. Sorry, Hank. Looks like we got off on the wrong foot. Me Hank, nothing but. Hank? Is oh, no, no. I just bought these overalls. Nah. <laughs> I'm not Hank. My name's Peter. It's just <laughs> you hiding something, Peter? Where's no, someone no, else's no. name badge? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll go see your boss. Yeah, you got to talk to Mr. Migley. He'll, he'll sort you out. And uh, he goes off about his way. You, you, you now see that like he has a toolbox and he was, he was on his way to do some job. He disappears and you head back to the, to the trailer. Did, uh, did I see anything? Uh, did I get a chance to check the door? Oh, yeah. I mean, he, did, he, he doesn't stop you from, from checking it out. Mm -hmm. he, he walks away straight away, so you can check it out if you want. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it, tell me if there's nothing there. I just want to like... I think he would do his due diligence just to make sure it hasn't been like accessed recently. That wouldn't make sense. What's your criminology fifty? You you don't see any signs of anyone breaking into it. Um, it's hard to tell if it's been opened recently because the surrounding area is um, well. It's dirt, but it's hard packed dirt. There's not really footprints in it. Um, and yeah, they're all they've all got those sliding up uh, 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 doors. What would we call them? Shutters. Shutters. They've all got shutters. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's hard to tell if anyone's accessed it recently, but it doesn't look like there's any damage on the lock. Okie dokie. And I'll head back to Mister Migley. Mister Miglia. Uh, you knock on the door of the uh, the trailer, which serves as an office. And a gruff voice from inside just shouts out, What? Uh, good afternoon, Mr. Miglia. Uh, a quick word if I can. Who who the fuck is this? Come, come in. I'm busy, can't you see it? And like, as you walk in, he's, 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 he's opened a drawer and he's pushing a pornographic magazine into it. Exquisite taste. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I was doing paperwork. Fuck you, man. What do you want? Of course. Um, well, it's nice to meet you. Uh, my name is uh, Lucas Boshi, as FBI special agent. I am well, here to inquire FBI. about hmm? FBI. What are you? What are you doing here? I'm here to check out a lead on a recent case. I'm wondering if you can help me out. Well, of course, we'll be as uh, cooperative as possible. That's what I love to hear. Uh, I'm wondering about the the storage unit here, number two two three zero. What's your unit? Uh, da, 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 da. It's pretty good, I think. 80. At the mention of the unit number, you see he, 
he kind of deflates slightly. Um, and he, oh, uh, and he, he, he makes a show of shuffling around papers until he pulls out one, which doesn't look like it's related in any way to what you're talking about. Oh yeah. Unit two, two, three, zero. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, there's a, there's quite a, quite a fee owed on that. Hasn't been open. Hasn't been paid in some time. About six months behind, actually. Fee of uh, $1,200 owed on it. So, uh, you here to pay that? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> no, sir, that's not what my badge says. You know when it was last accessed? Uh, uh, yeah, uh, there was some guy here, uh, Donnelly or something. He, uh, he, he was the last one who checked into it. Forgot to pay, though. It's a damn shame. You got insurance out on that? No, we don't have insurance. Perhaps it's time to invest. <laughs> yeah, maybe it is. Damn it. All right. Well, I've probably got the key back here. He turns around in his, in his uh, chair and there's a, a wall of keys behind him. And he runs his finger along the numbers. And you can hear him kind of mumbling under his breath. Picks up a key and he throws it at you. There you go. Lock it up after you, please. I'd put my hand out and catch it. It looks really cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Then I turn around and head out to the locker. And I twist. I put my... Oh, I got some leather gloves on. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you uh, look both ways before you Yeah, open yeah. It. I definitely look both ways. You see... You think you catch a glimpse of Miglia like poking his head around a corner watching you but when he sees you he hides again um, go back to your paperwork Mr. Miglia <laughs> you um, you swing up the the, the the barrier the door uh, it makes a big clatter uh, of metal on metal as you open it and you are standing in front of a darkened storage unit. Um, there's a desk in there. There are boxes stacked around the walls. Uh, there's a musty smell. Like, um, I mean, you know that Donnelly opened it recently enough, but it doesn't smell like it gets opened all that often. Um, apart from that, the walls are bare. There's a single light bulb hanging in the middle of the unit and there's a light switch on the left hand wall okay so first of all i'm gonna slip in and close it mm -hmm. it's openable from the inside i assume yes it is okay cool um yeah and then just flick the light on when i'm alone right okay um could i lock it from the inside you could lock it from the inside probably yeah Why not? yeah i'll do that all right, I don't know about these nosy types you're locked in here um, yeah, so as I said, there is a table in here. Um, as you get closer, it's not just a desk. It, it, it appears to be... It's quite ornate. It's perhaps like an antique table of some type. Motherfucker took it from the house, didn't he? There's, um, there's a bed, a sofa bed here. Uh, it has been pulled out. Um, there's no mattress on it. Uh, so you can just see the bare frame. There are two twin mattresses still wrapped in plastic. Uh, 
leaning against the wall beside the bed. Um, there's three containers on the opposite wall, which appear to have a biohazard symbols on them. Okay. Uh, there are two bags of some kind of powder or dust. Uh, they're quite big bags, like um, not quite the size of a um, of a bag of concrete, maybe like a, a bag of potting soil. Big enough bags. Um, there's a pair of shovels, two shovels. They don't look like they've ever been used. Um, draped over the two bags of powder are some work gloves. It seems to be multiple pairs. Um, on the table, uh, you can see there's a, a a lamp, like maybe would fit over a hat, like a hat lamp. Then uh, there are what, various sorry, other. What's, sorry, what's a hat lamp? Like a like a miner might stick on the right. front of their hat, um, or a hiker, whatever. Uh, there are various uh, metal and plastic containers of different sizes. It look like they could carry gasoline or other liquids. Um, there's a couple of cardboard boxes on top of the table. Um, there's some more cardboard boxes underneath the table. Uh, there's something sticking out from behind the two mattresses. Like a, It's like the end of a wooden box. And it peeks out from behind the two mattresses that are leaning against the, the wall. The light bulb doesn't shed a whole lot of light, but it, it casts shadows. It's pretty dim in here. Okie dokie. Lucas scans the room and sees all of this and he pulls a pack of cigarettes out and lights one. And he says to himself, looks like we could be here a while, Jack. And then he's gonna... <laughs> Someone been playing Deadly Premonition. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love absolutely. that game. Yeah, this character was always just a ripoff of <laughs> hence Agent Morgan. Right. <laughs> um, Let's move quickly past that copyright infringement and the inevitable lawsuit and see what's going on with Agent Madeline. So my original intention had been to go to the library mm -hmm. to look up um, articles regarding the house. Um, but just as a technicality, wanted to ask... Um, considering that we, I mean, I didn't, but just for the sake of gameplay, I didn't get the information about who died in the house and, and whatnot. Is it worth me going to the library to get any further information than that? If I go to the library, am I just going to get lists of people who died? Or can I get further information from it? Like, um, without yeah. some names to go off, I don't think you have any much to invest, much to search for. Mm -hmm. That's fine. Then I have two two choices. Maybe the guys at the table can help me. Either I want to go to Donnelly's house um, or I want to go visit the antique collector, Elizabeth Tucker. The I, I'll, I'll just give you a hint here because the county seat is probably where you want to go. Okay. Because that's what will give you a list of names of the people who own the place. Okay. If that's what you're after. No, I just... I, I, 
It's not that I was after that. I didn't want to duplicate it and waste my time. Oh, since, right, okay. Since Charles's character already will have, when we come to get converged together, we'll have a list of names. I didn't want to duplicate the effort. Right, okay. Uh, did I write those names down? I did. <laughs> no, I mean, did my character write those names It's certainly not an extensive list. If you, if you wanted more details on the house, the county seat is where you get it. Or the library. Yeah. Mm. Um, I wanted to go to Donnelly's house just to look around and see what state he was living in, look for any clues there, but... Sure, yeah. Um, oh, no, he had his own apartment. He did have his own yes. apartment in town. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, let's say that the FBI gave you a key to get in because you were investigating this. You were investigating him. Uh, there's no reason for them not to give you a key. Um, yeah, it's on the other side of town. It's in a not particularly nice apartment building. Um... You let yourself in to the apartment and it has been, it looks like it's been professionally cleaned, um, presumably so that it can be rented out again. Um, I don't believe any of his personal effects are here anymore. His wife would have taken them. Um, Yeah, it it looks, it's been mostly cleared out by the, by the FBI. Okay. Yeah, so I don't think you're going to find much there. Okay. Then uh, I guess I'll go to the county seat. Okay. Uh, tell me, tell me, there was like behind the toilet seat, you found just like a bunch of pencil marks with a bunch of numbers that don't mean <laughs> anything. It's the one place they forgot to clean. You know? uh, no, basically the the um, the apartment was the first place that the FBI went to after he was reported missing by his wife, and uh, yeah, they cleared it all out. They t- they took everything, so they told you about everything that was there already. Unfortunately, there's nothing else there. Um, the county seat. Well, this is an interesting place. Um, the county seat, of course, the scene of uh, Mr. Wheeler's death. But only you know that so far, Charles. Um, the county seat is a an old brick building. Um... It's three stories high. Uh, it sits on an intersection in the center of town, the center of Meadowbrook. Um, you can see from the date plate over the door that it was built in 1901. Um, it's a red brick building with large windows and stairs going up to the door. Um, as you walk in, you're greeted by uh, a young man. He's got kind of middleish long hair. Um, he's got a, a beard. Not a particularly well-kept beard, nor is his hair particularly well-groomed. Um, but he's wearing like a... He's wearing a, sh- a, a white shirt with short sleeves. He's behind a... a, a, a uh, he's behind the desk. He's in front of a computer. Um... He has the face of someone who is maybe playing solitaire on that computer. And there are several empty Starbucks coffee cups beside him. Uh, as you walk in the door, your character is very attractive, you described her as. But covered in a fine layer of cat hair, yes. Yeah, that doesn't seem to put him off. <laughs> <laughs> he looks up and um, looks at his desk and he quickly pushes all of the Starbucks coffee cups into a trash 
container. Uh, you can hear them knock, bounce around on the floor. He, he missed it mostly. And uh, he says, oh, uh, uh, hello, welcome, welcome. How can I help you? Hi. Hello. Hello. Good afternoon. He's clearly off guard here. Mm-hmm. Good afternoon. I'm Agent Madeline. Oh, uh, uh, Tony. I, I mean, Freeman. Ant- uh, Anthony. Anthony. Tony Freeman. Anthony Freeman. Hi. I work here. Tony, nice to meet you. Yep, nice to meet you. Um, I don't know if you heard, but there is an investigation going on in town, and I'm, uh, I'm gathering information for this investigation. Would you be happy to collaborate with the FBI? The FBI? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The FBI? Oh, fuck yeah. I mean, sorry. Uh, can you curse to an FBI agent? Uh, hell yeah. Yes, heck yeah, ma'am. Yes. Well, what can I do? Wonderful. Um, I'm looking into the death of a fellow agent, a Arthur Donnelly. Okay. I do you know. Did you know Arthur Donnelly? Oh, I'm afraid not. No. I see. He was found in 1206 Spooner Avenue. Oh. Oh, I remember the headline now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The the Wheeler Deadhouse. Oh yeah. He seems very interested now. Like this is the first interesting thing that's happened in quite some time. She she leans very casually on the on the counter as if she's enraptured in the conversation. He's like, "What kind of stories have you heard about the about Spoon Avenue House?" Oh, just 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 the usual ones that the kids tell. Um, it's just like a haunted house story. There's, uh, uh, you know, I I never really looked into it all that much. Um, I just heard that like lots of people died there. Kids go by at Halloween. They dare each other to ring the doorbell. Shit like that. You know the usual. Every small town has something like that, I guess. Oh, but you never did any such thing. No, no, I didn't grow up around here. I I I went to college nearby and. Well, I dropped out and didn't go home. Uh, and yeah, I just kind of stayed here and I got a job and it was easy to do. And here I am. Fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. Um, well, I would like to look up some some histories of the house. Can you facilitate that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. I mean, I, I got nothing else to do. Uh, she like, kind of like taps on the counter and a little puff of cat hair like poofs up from her as she talks and she's splendid he, he you can see he he blinks a couple of times and he's about to sneeze and he just stops it uh, uh yeah okay um yeah yeah you we, we, well there's the there's the records room out back i can show you that there's, there's no coffee unfortunately fantastic how about tea oh yeah we could have tea there's a starbucks down the street they do tea, right? Would you be so kind as to perhaps bring me a large tea? Give me a persuade roll with a plus 20. That's my persuade. 60. And I'll tell you why, because the book wants you to bring him coffee in order to persuade him to do things, but I think that you've uh, <laughs> you've turned it around here. That is a 96 without the plus 20. Uh, so that's a uh, 116. <laughs> Uh, My persuasion is uh, actually. Oh no, wait! It's, no, the, opposite it's, the, it's the opposite way. So I got a ninety-six, uh, and I have a sixty. So you got a ninety-six, so you got a seventy-six. Um, 
tea. Yeah, I'm not really one for tea, but uh, yeah, let's uh, maybe someone else will come in. And we'll, we'll send out for it. Like uh, anyway, let, will you see this? Will you see this room? It's crazy. And he leads you out back to uh, the records room, and it's what you would expect from the outside of the building. It is it is a big room filled with filing cabinets, dusty old filing cabinets, and um, he says, "Yeah." Uh, of course, this isn't all the records. We, we, we've been digitizing this stuff, but, um, you know, it takes a while. All the money's been spent on the uh, the new library. Did you go by the library? Uh, no, I didn't yet. Yeah, it would have been a waste of your time. It's just a vacant lot right now. It's going to... They, they spend five million on a new library. And look at the shit that we have here. Oh, Not even a coffee machine. What happened to the old library? Oh, it burned out years ago. Um... Before I even moved here, there hasn't been a library in town for ages, but uh, the mayor promised a new library and we're getting a new library. Hooray! I see. I think some tech company is paying for it. They're going to put in computers and shit. So if I were to be, say, interested in some, uh, looking up some old histories elsewhere regarding the house, I suppose I would have to try the newspaper archives rather than the library? Uh, yeah, you could go down to the, uh, the Sparrow. The Meadowbrook Sparrow offices, they have um, they have old clippings. I think they've got a lot of it on microfiche. They're digitizing too, but they're way behind. I see. Um, but yeah, here we have... There's a, there's a lot of stuff we can find here. Don't worry, we can, we can figure it out. Ah, wonderful. What kind of items do you have on file here? Uh, so, you want to look up... Spooner Avenue, right? Whew. Okay. Well, we can find all the uh, all the property records related to that house. Splendid. Yes, that would be a great start. Cool. I also heard that there were multiple deaths in this house. Uh, yeah, that's that's what I understand. Um, yeah, we'd we'd probably have copies of death certs. That would be fantastic as well, and potentially, could we? Could I also get some information on uh, where those, um, where those deceased persons were were buried? Hmm. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I guess we can. I guess we can look. Uh, I got nothing else to do. It'll take us a while. I guess that uh, needs must. Um, I'm gonna ask, what's your bureaucracy? Fifty. Oh, okay. No, no, no roll needed. Um, with uh, Anthony's help, you are able to compile a list of previous residents, um, and with a lot of work, um, it takes you the rest of the day. Uh, so this is going to go into the evening. Um, you can cross-reference those with um, debt notices. So you can find the causes of debt. And I'm going to give you a list. Is it a correct assumption to say that all the previous owners died in the house? Well, let's have a look at this list, and you can you can figure that out for yourself. Check out our handouts channel. Mm-hmm. 
We have a list of residents and then a list of causes, which is cause of death, mm-hmm. which implies that they all died. Mm-hmm. That looks reasonable. Mm-hmm. He also tells you that there are more records, but they are in a um, pre-1940s records. Uh, we don't keep them here. Um, so you'll see uh, things start in 1956. Oh, no, they have the... Yeah, the extensive records are kept off-site. I mean, it starts in 1956 with the Wheelers. Uh, up to 1956, the Wheelers. Oh, I see. Right, right, right. So that implies uh, years of residency, and then the la- the second day is death. I'm still chuckling that this guy had a bin right underneath his desk, but still left every single yeah. one of his diamond <laughs> coffee cups on his desk. <laughs> to the point where somebody came and he was like, ooh, and just shoveled them underneath his desk. Like, People don't come in right here very often. Mm. Or maybe he planned to recycle them. Yeah, I don't see that. <laughs> yeah, so I think it takes you most of the rest of the day to mm-hmm. to find all of this information. Mm-hmm. Speaking of taking all day, let's go and see what's going on with Agent Michael and his meandering interviews with the neighbors at Spooner Avenue. Even when the Italians moved in, the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the Chrome brought all over. So the whole family are living there. Well, I guess maybe there was only one of them. Okay. I think it was her brother or something. Her brother. He got in a... F- fight or an argument with some politician's son oh my. what happened someone killed someone no no that's not right there wasn't I don't know someone died some politician's son some politician's son died got in a fight with this Italian guy and indeed yeah it was a real bad business but uh yeah anyway they up and left eventually they up and left I guess they had a falling out with uh Wheeler she went She went downhill again. She got sick again. She died a few years later. She died a few years later. And then? Then they sold the house. They sold, what would you do with it? I don't know. I don't know. But uh, who sold the house? I don't know. Her estate. Her estate. Interesting. Uh, and they still own the house real today. Real estate. Or uh, no, no, no. Other people owned it. Then so another. Someone else bought it. Who? Who's the next? Someone else bought the house straight after her. The creases. The creases. I was in the fifties. Yeah, the crease family. Uh, yeah, and then um, not the not not the not the Canadians. No, that was after the creases. No, the Canadians came after the creases. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you're getting ahead of yourself here, sir. Right, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um. What was his name? George. George Crease. George Kreese. He tried burning down the house. He tried burning down that. Why did yeah, he, he want to Yeah, he set fire to it. I don't know. Maybe barbecue got out of control or, or maybe he was arguing with his wife. I don't know. Th- Who is, knows why anyone does anything? Uh, that's true. But these, this is when the weird happening started happening. The, the weird the weird deaths. Well, uh, yeah, I guess maybe. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, Kreese. He shot his wife. Whoa. Then tried to burn down the house. That's then what tried to burn the house. Yeah. And the, their children? Did they have kids? I I couldn't tell. Uh, I don't I couldn't, remember if don't, they had. I don't Probably think they not. Did. Okay, cool. Right. He survives. He survived. Oh, did he? He dies in the fire. He? 
Oh no, he, sh- he shot himself. He shot himself. He shot, shot himself. the wife. He double barrel shotgun, one barrel for his wife, one barrel for himself. And then burnt the house. That's what I heard the story was. Well, he must have burnt the house down before putting the fucking gun in his own mouth, mustn't he? Indeed. And it didn't take anyway. It's still there. It's the, oh, c- clearly. Uh, I think one neighbor, the, uh, I think uh, the next door neighbor, oh, what's his name? Crazy old fucking coot with a turquoise door. He moved over, <laughs> he ran over and put out the fire. Oh, he did. In- interesting. Tur- turquoise door, you said. Yeah, yeah, Not yeah green. You, you couldn't miss it. It's, it stands out like a sore tongue. <laughs> now, uh, 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 and then from that, from then on, from the creases on, there's a series of uh, unfortunate events. Oh, I should say perhaps more. Uh, lots of people bought the house, and lots of people died in the house. If that's what you're asking. Yes, that is a lot accent. Well, and, yeah. and 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 my understanding from Turco's house was a uh, Turco's door was uh, the deaths were always singular. There's always one person that died, but on the creases is two. Maybe of them. I don't know. Well, who came after the creases? The the, the, the Canadian. Oh, the Touré family. Yes, Touré. Yeah, the their son died. Oh yeah, little boy. Oh, that's very sad. Yeah, they had a little girl too, but she was okay. She was okay. They left. Yeah. Uh, and then there was... Uh, the mm. lawyer? No, that was much later. Oh, I'm getting was, myself uh, again. Oh, there was a doctor. Dr. A Weaver. 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 local doctor. Dr. Weaver. Moved in on his own. Uh, in this big old house. Yeah, yeah. He was a lifelong, one of those lifelong bachelors. Oh my. <laughs> you know what that means. Mm. It's a modern world now. You know, we don't, mm. we don't have to keep things like this hidden no. anymore. Indeed. Poor Rand had to hide yes. his whole life and then, then he goes and kills himself. Oh, yeah. Terrible, terrible thing to happen. Wow. <sighs> and then? That was electrocution. El- well, Electrocuted ele- himself. Ele- yeah. How does one get around? Probably an accident. Fair enough. Uh, after that, it was, there was a, it is a, I can't remember. You'll, you'll, you'll figure it out. Someone at the newspaper will help you the out. newspaper. Does that kid down the county seat, he, he, he has all the records of all the, all the owners. It's the same seat that knocked out the first. It's the same one. There you go. Ah, see, everything's starting to make sense now. <laughs> well, uh. You got any more questions? Because no. I'm kind of tired. Oh, I'm so sorry, ma'am. I, I would not, hate to take it's any. It's difficult talking to you. you know. <laughs> <laughs> you're, a little, you're a little slow. I, uh, I'm afraid you're not the first person to tell that to me. I think that's what my <laughs> mom used to say whenever I had to do the math homeworks. Um, I, I, I'll be I'll be sure to leave leave you on your own. Is there anybody else you think uh, might be able to give me information about? The, What's your job? My my job. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm a firefighter, ma'am. Well, what in the hell are you doing asking me these questions for? Between you and I, I'm I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not I, sure I, either. All right. Well, I I I, I got to go to bed. <laughs> Get out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> Is it like what, like one or something? (laughs) (laughs) She just realized that she's talking to her firefighter for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) You you have a good 
Yeah, good yeah, nap. yeah, whatever. <laughs> she kind of slams the door as you you can hear her mumbling behind. I go, fucking firefighter, what? The? <laughs> okay, and let's go back to Agent Morgan, who's over at Meadowbrook Storage, where the green box is located. Yeah. Uh. Well, okay. I have a list. Good thing I wrote all that down. Uh, he's gonna walk over to the desk mm-hmm. and just like rub, rub a finger over it. The, the dust. Kind it's of give him an idea of how long it has been exactly. It's or, it's, or it's roughly it's, rubber. It's been here at least months. Months. Okie dokie. And this desk. Does it have drawers? Uh, no, it does not. It's more of a table than a I desk. See. Yeah. Okay. It does have boxes yep. on it and, and beneath it, though. Got a, yeah, a few cardboard boxes. Mm-hmm. I'll have a flick. Yeah, in the cardboard boxes, uh, you find um, three what appear to be brand new keys, newly minted keys. Um, they are taped t- together between um, two pieces of cardboard. So it's like it's there's sandwiched between the cardboard and it's taped around it. But they seem to be brand new house keys. Mm-hmm. Um, next to them in the box is um, are a couple of boxes of shotgun ammunition, shotgun cartridges. Um, behind that box, you see that there's another box of shotgun cartridges. Um, behind the table, you see that there's another box of shotgun cartridges. There's there's many shotgun cartridges in here. Um, beneath the table, uh, those boxes, um, when you move, there's a large box, when you move it, you find there are, in fact, two shotguns back there. There's two Mossberg shotguns. Um, and when you take a look at them, you see that the serial numbers have been filed off. The inside... W- the boxes that are underneath the table, you find um, a folder that's filled with ID cards and various pieces of identification, uh, birth certs, um, death certificates, uh, different types of official documentation, and a load of ID cards, all with photographs of the same person on them and different names. You find a a Nikon reflex camera and a telephoto lens. There's a small plastic box, like a, a Tupperware box, like a lunchbox, and it's filled with what looks like burnt photographs. And there is another folder that has some uh, twine wrapped around it, like a paper folder. It's been wrapped in twine. Keep it closed. You say burnt photographs. Is it just like a box of ashes? It's not just ashes. It's mostly like the edges of photographs. You can tell that they're photographs from the edges, but but they've whatever was the subject of the photo has been burnt. Mm-hmm. Um, like Mr. Donnelly was a bit paranoid. Yeah, I say, looking over the umpteen boxes of shotgun ammo. And the two guns. Who needs two guns? Two shotguns. Is he dual wielding? It might have been. <laughs> guns are Kimbo. Um, yeah, he goes through all of this. He flicks through the IDs and the documents. Um, 
he grabs the keys. Kind of, uh, I don't think they are a match, but he just, he would just check it against the locker key that he's just found. They're not, no, they, yeah. they appear to be house keys. I assume then it's Spooner Avenue, maybe. Or safe houses, Ooh, who knows. Um, I will collect those in my evidence collection kit. Mm -hmm. uh, the Nick on camera. Kind of rummage through the, the box of burnt photographs and see nothing eligible, um, perhaps. You can't see exactly what the photographs were supposed to be of, but you can see that they appear to have been taken inside a house. Um, on many of them, you can see the edges, maybe uh, like frame, like a, the edge of a picture frame or a mirror frame. Uh, some of them are certainly the edges of a mirror, as if maybe um, the photograph was taken of whatever was the, the reflection in the mirror was. I I don't think Lucas heard about the mirror. I knew I, I took a note of the mirror, but I don't think anyone mm -hmm. mentioned a mirror to me. Okay. Interesting though. Uh, let me take. Uh, oh, there's one. There's one. There's one where you can see. Um, it's probably less burned than the others. And you can you can make out that, you don't know what he was taking the photograph of. It looks like it was mostly floor, but there appear to be like um, scratches on the floor, old scratches, like something heavy had been moved a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Or moved many times and had been varnished over. But the, the scratches were so deep, it didn't uh, cover it completely. Okay, I will take the photographs that have any, these ones you described, mm -hmm. uh, and I'll put them in their own pouch. Is it like baggies, I guess? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he'll flick through the camera to check if it's got an SD card in it and see if there are any digital photos still left on it. Or is it an SLR? It's an SLR, yeah. Um... No, it's it, it. It was a camera that used film. Uh, yeah, it wasn't cool. digital. Okay, then is there a film in it? There is no film in it. No. Mm -hmm. Then I will leave the camera where it is. Uh, what else have we got? We have got some keys. Um, what's in the immediate vicinity? Yeah. So you can see some of the uh, containers appear to be for gasoline. As I said, some of them have pour spouts on them. Uh, when you count them, there's like 14 uh, empty quart-sized metal containers for gas. And there's two large um, plastic containers. They're all empty, though. Conspiracy to commit arson? They don't have a smell, do they? No. They don't appear to have ever been used. Okay. There's the containers. The soil. The powder soil. The bags. Have they, are they new? Have they been open? You said that they were like untouched, right? Uh, they're untouched. Um, it's... It is a white powder. It's narded. <laughs> um, 
What do, does does Lucas recognize what it what it is? Does it have a label on it? Uh, yeah. Um, when you pick it up and turn it around, the label is on the other side. It's quick lime. Quick lime. And what is that used for? That is now. I may be betraying the fact that I only know of these things from movies. It's generally used to pour over bodies to, <laughs> yep. to yeah, uh, burn the bodies. face off. It's a cleaning product originally, no? It is, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I imagine if that's the case, then Lucas immediately knows what this yeah, what's going on Yeah, he would here. certainly know what it's used for. Mmm. Okay, so... I probably don't need to take that with me I'll take a note okay what do you what do you there think was... what would be the right thing to do because there's no would you carry that with you this is not a crime scene yeah but you did say that there was three biohazard containers yeah yeah I got, I got it all actually I missed that one thank you <laughs> uh, so I mean this was accessed by Donnelly but no one considers this to be a crime scene mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh, this is a this is a green box yeah this is like we got this from the handler, not from anyone yeah. in town. Yeah. Um, Y'all know what green boxes are for Delta Green, right? Right. Okay, cool. Yeah. Would you like to extrapolate for the audience? I will explain for the audience. Green boxes in Delta Green and probably in Spy Tradecraft um, are drop points, dead drops, where agents at the end or earlier in a, an operation may bring artifacts, evidence, that they don't know what else to do with it. They'll dump it in the green box until someone can figure out what to do with it. Or they might leave weapons. For example, if they fly to a new city, have to buy illegal firearms and then can't bring them with them afterwards, they might leave them in the green box. They could be of use to an agent in the future. On this occasion, someone left two shotguns and a fuckload of shotgun cartridges, um, along with other bric-a-brac. We can put such a... Term from what we've just found. <laughs> put it in the, the bargain box in the next car boot sale. Yeah. <laughs> well, I want to see the biohazard containers. The biohazard containers are um, they're plastic. Uh, the top flips off them. They're uh, like a, might be used in a hospital to dispose of needles or to transport something. Uh, when you pick them up, they. They seem to be empty. They're certainly light, and there's nothing rolling around inside there. Mm-hmm. <sighs> trying to, trying to. He wants to. Maybe he planned to take something out. All these pictures. Maybe there was something there that he wanted to capture. Um. There's a wooden box behind the mattresses. Mm-hmm. I spot that I want to make a quick peek and if it looks safe pull it out okay do you move the mattresses to get to it yeah yeah if it doesn't look like there's any yeah, sure uh, as soon as you get over to that part of the the unit you can smell um what smells like uh, earth soil coming from this box uh, you move the mattresses back to reveal a small coffin. How small? It's about four feet long. Um, full of dirt. 
Or I guess I have to open it to find out. Is it sealed? It is not sealed. No, it has been opened. I mean, you'd still have to lift it. Lift. Yeah, yeah. If it's yeah, I'll take a peek. Yeah, when you uh, you get closer to it and move to move it out into the light, um, you can see that there's a, a small brass um, plate on the front of it, just a, a small little nameplate. It says Anton. Touré, T-U-R-E, with a little accent on it. It's it's French. I do not speak French, so I don't know what the Touré. Touré. Yeah. I also don't Pretty speak good. French, but and the date nineteen fifty seven to nineteen sixty six. Uh, when you open it, you do open it. Yes. Yeah. There is the very decomposed body of a child. Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh, give me a sanity roll, please. Also, just a reminder from looking at my notes, the Touré family used to live at the house. Yeah. Let me... Can I dispute that as someone who regularly probably sees bodies? But this is the body of a child. A very decomposed child. Very decomposed child. I mean, yeah, I mean, the FBI might see that often, but it doesn't stop it from having an effect on them, right? Yeah. Be, yeah, okay. Because you're not immune to violence yet, right? No, I have nothing. Not no, a I feel fresh like I should body. have something, though. Yeah, so uh, until you're immune to violence, you will always take roles for violence. Okay. Well, I don't know if that's violent, is it? This is a pass. Not necessarily. No. We'll, we'll put it in there. It's a pass. Okay, you take no sanity loss. Do I take violence? Uh, you no, you have to fail sanity check without reaching your breaking point to become immune to that sort of sanity loss. Okie doke. Just gore. Oh, that's violence. It's not. It's not violence, but I don't know what else it is. Guys, right then and tell us. It's what a sanity kind of, roll uh, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, do you want to look at anything else? Or do you want to examine the corpse? I don't know what you find out, but... <laughs> yeah, I've, I don't know if there's much to glean from examining a decomposed body. No, it's very... Like, it's, it's like 20 it's, years old, right? Uh, no, 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 1966, yeah, was, yeah. Wait, so... It's, just, it's mostly like skeleton and very dried pieces of skin... Maybe there's hair left, there's teeth, there's some clothing. Uh, but yeah, there's none of the soft parts of the body left. Turns and faces you and says, feed me. <laughs> <laughs> Mama? <laughs> I wonder where Donnelly found that. Is there a graveyard nearby? Uh, there's a local graveyard, yeah. There might be a place to check out. Maybe. That worthwhile is that a location in your list of locations <laughs> i don't have a list of locations okay <laughs> uh improv yay the uh, metal and plastic containers we saw that that was empty fuel stuff we checked out the cardboard boxes we There's have some folders that are wrapped up mm-hmm you said there was multiple folders one of them was wrapped up and the others were what would, what was in the others uh, the others, one of them was all of the fake IDs, mm -hmm. and then the other one was wrapped with string. Okie dokie. Uh, I have not checked out the bed yet. That is perhaps just a bed, but I will go and check out the bed and like run my hand underneath the frame in case he's 
in uh, anything. No, you can see straight through because it's 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 a sofa bed that's pulled out and it I doesn't see. have the mattress on it anymore. Um, it looks like maybe Donnelly slept here uh, sometimes and decided to replace the mattress, but didn't get around to doing so mm-hmm. because there's two f- pl- mattresses wrapped in plastic. One time I'm taking like extensive notes and I didn't bring a notebook. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm running out of border space on my character sheet. <laughs> uh, when was the last time you called a shovel a spade? It's two different things. Is it? Is it? Yeah, shovels for shoveling. Right. It's, it's got it's like concave. And I know you're spade, about to tell me the spade is for spading. A spade for spading a, no, a spade yes. is for cutting soil. And it's, it's uh, yeah, sharp, it's, it's straight. Sharp, yeah. mm, I never knew there was a difference. I always just thought it was an American thing to call it a shovel. No. My parents didn't teach me much, I guess. Wait, <laughs> hold on. Are you telling me that the English only say spades? No, they say shovel and spade. It, in my experience, <laughs> the English only say spade. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, desk, done that. Conta- well, I've written down container here, but that was before the metal and plastic containers. Was there another container? Uh, no, there was the biohazard containers and the metal and plastic gasoline containers. Gotcha. Headlamp? Headlamp. Work gloves. Headlamp, work gloves. Yeah, that doesn't sound exciting, but I will check them out just for... They don't look like they've ever been used. Okay. Okay, I'm going to go to that folder. I'm going to bring it over to the desk. All right. Take a long drag. <laughs> um, and yeah, I just cut it open. Cool. Okay. Um, I'm going to give you a handout. It's on Discord. Can you guys see Discord? Mm, yes. Um, so after a few minutes of reading Trudy's uh, pieces of paper, you, you realize that these are Donnelly's notes. Um, I've given you an example there as a handout. Mm. Um, you don't need to pay too much attention to what's written there just yet. Um, I'll explain some things first. But that's that's an example of the, the nature of the notes, the way that they're written. Um, and this is a, a page that's particularly um, decipherable. As it goes further and further through the notes, they become just scribbles and etchings um the torn notebook pages are filled with the scrawl of donnelly's handwriting the first pages are the most coherent uh they give a sense that 1206 spooner avenue had consumed donnelly's mind for years Uh, being a local he'd heard many stories of the spooner avenue house when he was a child they thought that it was haunted like the story said never really crossed his mind um, as an adult until a few years back uh, when there was someone named Amanda Braintree died in the house uh, there's not much more information on her just a mention of her name that one that one didn't come up did it for, for you guys I don't remember that one no. Braintree yeah um, I like it, it's going to take you like probably a couple of hours to go through this and in the course of that you learn that um Donnelly had been investigating the house under the guise of a would-be buyer. Um, His notes say that he found himself actually considering buying the house. Uh, 
an idea that he doesn't know where it came from, but he managed to... Sh he says he shook it off like a cold. Though it did feel very strange. Um, after that happened, he sent word up to Delta Green and waited for a response. But uh, his notes say that they never replied. The notes then jump in time to when Yamila Isari entered the picture. Uh, but now they're very haphazard and disjointed to notes. It's difficult to make out what he was getting at. Uh, it, it seems like he tried, he approached her and tried to dissuade her from buying the house. Um, but he recognized in her some kind of fierce hunger for the house, which he, he knows that he felt himself. Um, but she could not be convinced that she went through with the purchase. He stepped up surveillance of her at that point and he notes that she seemed to isolate herself having started out um, visiting many uh, antique furniture shops in the area um, and decorating the house in this kind of frenzy, this manic frenzy of uh, work and then she just shuts herself off inside the house. The last few pages are in, become increasingly bizarre um, there are statements that are written as if they're math equations they don't seem to be in any order uh, reading through them it paints a picture of a man who's bent on this single purpose all that he's thinking about is the secret of 1206 Spooner Avenue um, God 12 is 06 times 2 think <gasps> about the maths your human of 80% um you can tell that by the end of these uh, of the time he was writing these notes Donnelly was certainly psychotic at this point okay I'm definitely going to take these papers with me mm -hmm. they should not be left here I am concerned about the baby corpse now that I have been here I <laughs> uh, don't know what to do about that one <laughs> I don't think that will fit in an evidence bag <laughs> <laughs> um okay what do I do can, can I ask you a question yeah uh, are, are you are you looking to empty out the green box uh only the stuff that would implicate this has mentioned Delta Green by name so I definitely need to take the notes and uh, the un the other thing is the baby <laughs> but the rest of it could just be a crazy murderer well, if you like, I can go over to Jan while you think about what to do next. Yeah, want. cool. Because we've I've already established that this is an FBI investigation into a possible serial killer like uh, link. So the rest of the, the fucking lime stuff, that's like, yeah, we can we can pay that off. Yeah, I guess the baby too, but that's like a little too linked to what's going on in town, I think. But yeah, the only thing I need to figure out what to do about that. Okay, back to Agent Madeline. Do you have more to do at the county seat or? If you're moving on already, it sounds like there's not much more for me to ask, so... Um, no, you can ask more things. I don't think you have time to do more research. But That's you can fine. ask some questions, certainly. But he doesn't seem to... like. He doesn't you, seem like he knows a lot. Like you know as much as he does now. Having, right. Haven't found these records. Mm -hmm. uh, wait, I was going to say, uh, 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 ask about the... Uh, ask if there's any more details about the Wheeler. The, like the creators of the house, since it starts with them. Uh, mm -hmm. If you know, standard like oh, we gotta find out where the curse started. 
Can I get that at the county seat? Um, I'm not really sure what information I can get at the county seat, to be honest. I don't even know really what... Is that like the town hall? It's like the town hall, But like yeah. what kind of information they store there, I'm like, not super sure. Property records, death certificates, that sort of thing. Um, not not newspaper clippings and things like that. Mm. Um, there may be some other records you could find, um, but you would have to like decide exactly what you were mm. looking for in order to, to find them. Like perhaps by choosing a name and searching for records related to that person. Mm -mm -mm. I mean, my main thing would be probably looking into the Wheeler construction of the county seat, but I don't know about that story yet, so... No. Mm. Uh, Charles, just briefly, you were uh, canvassing neighbors. Yeah. You, do you continue canvassing no. neighbors? Is it bad form if I jump in the house on my own? No, like right please now? do. I was hoping you would. Yes! <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like, okay, cool. I've, I've annoyed the neighbors and it's mainly always. I'm like, oh, shoot, like, I guess... Yes, and I, th I think that's on par of my character. My character be like, all right, and fuck this Real shit, seeking. let's go in. Yeah, I think Eric, Eric kind of thought to himself, you know, uh, I'm more of a doer than a than a thinker anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> namaste, motherfucker. Uh, I'm gonna say that the neighbors did uh, talking to even just two elderly neighbors will take several hours. Yeah, I, so while I think the, so too. while. While he, uh, while um, Lucas O'Shears is reading through Donnelly's notes, you are listening to Mrs. Klasky as she recounts her tales. Of Mrs. Klasky and what was his name again? Dudley, was it? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah it's going to take you several hours oh, yeah. and many, many, many cups of tea. Yes, perhaps. and a lot of deciphering of what they're, they're saying. So, in that case, Agent Madeline, why don't you... Call your fellow agents and get a get an update. That would be my next thing to to like. I know that uh, you're going into the house. Like I would have said that I'm going into the house today, regardless. So I would call you at some point. So do you guys want to check in with a phone call before Charles goes into the house? Well, or? well, this was my was just going to be my question. You you said that for both of us that this takes quite a bit of time, and does that depends on how long did um. Um, cat, give me my notes. Michael's canvassing went on for. Would we be able to time up, like sync up time wise? Um, no, because he said after two of the people, he's going into the house. So, exactly. Yeah, no. So you'd still. So he would have gone into the house before us. Yeah. So I think at this point, I would like for me time wise, I would be contacting the other agents to let's say like go to a diner and collect our information together. But my presumption is that he's gone into the house already. Is he gonna die? Probably. Um, yes. So I would say. At the at the stage that he's saying he wants to go into the house, which is after talking to two neighbors, uh, and outside I can push that to like six p.m. Um, but what you're doing would probably have taken. Oh yeah, let's say let's say you're you have gathered this information by about six p.m. Um, you finished talking to those people at six p.m. You went into the unit at six p.m. Right. I think no. you said it was afternoon. It, it was in the afternoon, and it, it took you until about six o'clock to read all these notes. So let's say it's about six o'clock. You've just finished reading. The, Mike's just finished reading the notes. You've just finished compiling this list, and you have just stepped out of Mrs. Klasky's 
house and you're looking down the street at 1206 Spoon Avenue. And his phone rings? Just before you, like, I imagine that uh, he starts to stride purposefully towards the house and then there's a buzz for our group chat. (laughs) Mom? (laughs) Oh, is it it a text or is it a... However you like. I don't know. You tell me. You you tell me. You're, mm. It's 2017. You I, should know what the technology is like. Mm. Oh, do I don't know. I don't remember back then. You can have a group text. You can... How safe is texting at that point? Oh, uh... It's up for wh- you guys. Wh- WhatsApp mm. has been... Then uh, I'd say that I'd say we'd probably call. So you get a, you get a call from Madeline. Traced as well. WhatsApp is but encrypted. But we're on, but we're on burner phones, right? <laughs> you drug give drug, one addict, one dr- drug addicts. Drug dealers use WhatsApp. We'll be all right. Yeah. Yeah. Signal? Signal. Was that in 2017? Because there's Telegram as well. Yeah, Telegram. Well, some encrypted chat. Yeah. I would say that uh, Madeline writes uh, that she's got details on the history of the house owners. Let's meet and share info. Yeah, that could wait. Puts his phone in his back pocket, (laughs) strides right up to the house. Perfect. (laughs) All right. It's it's, certainly... it's 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 winter. It's getting dark. It's quite oh, it's dark, dark at six already. o'clock. Oh yeah, no, it's um, already nighttime at six o'clock. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I'm I mean, you that. you saw this. You saw the house from a distance during right. the day, and it didn't look like much. Kind yeah. of nothing really remarkable about it. As I, I think we said, it was like a, a gothic revival sort of mm. style, single story house. Yeah, something straight uh, out of Psycho. Though you saw that there was like an extra room on top of. The garage, maybe. It Ooh. looked like a, a a later addition to the house. Okay. Um, at night, it's different. Oh. As the darkness has settled over the neighborhood, 12.06, it doesn't look quite as nondescript as it did in the daylight. And now, it, it, it's like it's squatting there, waiting behind the bushes of this unkempt garden as if it's like waiting for you to to come down the street towards it um if a house could lurk that's what this is doing of course houses can't lurk but maybe sometimes they can (laughs) the windows reveal nothing but complete blackness um and uninviting as it may appear you feel drawn to it. Like you want to, you want to get there. You want to step on the porch. You want to knock on the door and look inside. You walk down the street, pull your collar of your jacket up around your chin. It's getting cold. You can see your breath in front of you. The light snow has started. There's no one on the street. There's no sounds. The um. The snowfall that's moved in kind of has dampened any sound that would have come from other streets, the busier streets around you. And it's completely quiet. The end of the garden, there's a there's a there's a footpath leading to the to the porch. It's overgrown. Um, there's a wooden porch. It's there's no light here. It's it's, it's you can just just about see the the, the front door. 
Yeah, let's knock. Uh, right beside the steps up to the porch, uh, there are um, bushes. Mm-hmm. They haven't been trimmed in quite a quite a long time, mm. and they come right up to the to the edge of the building. Um, you step onto the porch, and the the wood creaks underneath your feet. Mm. Um, and you can you would swear that you can hear music coming through the front door. What kind of music? (laughs) 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 Oh, like uh, like a like a piano. Isn't that Beethoven? What's your uh, What's your art? That's common knowledge. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's you know. It's Moonlight Sonata. Yeah. My art is zero. <laughs> Do you want me to roll for it? Zero. That sounds nice. Yes. <laughs> I can, I can, I can hit zero. Yeah. I'm feeling lucky. <laughs> yeah, this is what you hear through the, through the door. It's still completely pitch dark. Hello? <laughs> Where is this music coming from? Hello? It, it continues. Mm, time to knock on the door. Ba-ra-ba-ba. You knock on the door. You hear a woman's voice on the other side. Come in! Oh, shit! I'm so pumped right now. And the lock yes. clicks. Clicks. And the door... Opens. Oh, the door opens on its own? Just a fraction. <laughs> I'm so glad you're going in alone. And the music stops. And scene. Thanks for listening, folks. If you enjoyed this, please leave us a review on your podcatcher of choice. It'll help spread the word and help others to find us too. If you have any comments, questions, or just want to get in touch with us, you can. You can find us on Twitter with at Tales of Podcast. We'd love to hear from you. This episode's Tales of crew is... Fabio as the Game Master. Mike as Lucas Boshears, Charles as Eric Paras, myself as Selena Goodwill, as well as our audio producer. You can reach me on Twitter with at thatlastjan. All music and sound effects used with permission and may have been modified for use. Details and links can be found in the show notes. <laughs> See you next episode. It smells like uh, earth, soil, coming from this box. Uh, you move the mattresses back to reveal a small coffin. How small? It's about four feet long. 
was secretly hoping you'd say about Jan's size. I was like, what? <laughs> Jan is at least five foot. I was just going to make that joke. <laughs> <laughs> fuck off. All y'all fuck off. Uh,